Hello and welcome back to Uppercut Boxing UK podcast with me, Mark, with my colleague, James. Hello there. How you doing? Not bad, yourself? Very good, mate. Very good. And, as always, Al. Hello there. How you doing, boy? Yeah, good, mate. Sweet as a nut. Right, we get straight into it. So, first of all, we're going to talk a little bit um, about uh, the James Gal versus Caleb Truax fight. Um, and then we're going to follow on with Lara and Heard. So... First of all, James the Gal Boys, what are we saying? What do you think? Not a very uh, appealing fight, was it? Awful. Yeah. Um, look, James the Gal. Before we go through the fight, you know, he was. This was his fight that he was supposed to come back and you know, do something. Yeah, yeah. I really thought that he'd uh, step up. This was his opportunity to step up. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Especially after that awful performance of the first one, you know, he he was so confident. Well, he went into that too cocky and confident, didn't he? Yeah. Massively. And so he got shown up. Yeah, he, he really got... The problem with James Gale is, um, looking at his record, he's never really beaten anyone who's sort of top quality, is he, or world class. I mean, the best person he's fought, if you look at his record, the best person he's beat... Baddie who Jack. Was, no, he drew with Baddie Jack, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Darrell. But Darrell was also in a bad place as well. So if you, yeah. if you actually look at it, after that, mm. probably the best person he's beaten was Paul Smith. Yeah. Who else? Who else? Brandon Gonzalez? Marco Periban? No one, is there? No, there's no. not really. But anyway, so first round, um, I personally thought for the first two rounds, uh, Degao came out, um, he boxed really well. Used good movement. Yeah. yeah. I, he, was, I mean, he's, he was looking for the headbutt, so, wasn't he? He was, he was definitely. I think yeah, that's retaliation. Intentional, definitely. Yeah, 100% it was. I think it was kind of a retaliation from the first fight where he, because Caleb's got such a big head that he just, I just felt like he was just, he leans far too forward and gets his head in play, doesn't he? Yeah. So he's in a bit of a weird position as well, wasn't it? Because he like headbutted his mouth rather than head to head. Yeah, he came he came down and up into his mouth, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, that was a bit naughty, but you know, it's not something that James is sort of renowned for, is it? No. Not you, mate. James the Gale. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I was quite impressed with him for the first two rounds, to be honest with you. I thought he came out, boxed really well, used good movement. Um, he was trying a few punches, and for me, it looked quite a lot like he was moving at a range too far in the entire fight, yeah. for, mainly in the first sort of round one and yeah. round two. Um, and he, he couldn't find his range, and his timing was a yeah. bit off, personally. But for me, he clearly won round one and round two. What do you boys think? Yeah. Yeah, right. But yeah, definitely. I had him win, winning both uh, the first two rounds. Yeah, what about you, Joe? Yeah, all the same, mate. Yeah. And then went into the third, and I'd say I went I went for Truax for that one. You went to Truax, yeah? Yeah. I did as well, buddy. I mean, that was that the round of the... He got a nasty cut. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. And he, headbutt. he did, and he, he, he kind of like dominated him. He, he kind of came out in the first two rounds, Truax. Um, like, he kind of weren't really himself, was he? No. Um, and then he came out in the third round with a little bit more, em- um, you know, impetus. Yeah, it looked like he was kind of just trying to work him out a little bit in the first couple of rounds, didn't it? Didn't really do a lot. No, um, unfortunately not, to be fair. But um, again, I think in the third, Truax probably was working a little bit more as James kind of got affected by that cup more more than maybe he should have. And he looked, kind of looked like he went into his shell and sort of tried to hide quite a bit. Um the one thing I noticed about DeGale is I don't think I've ever noticed him before is that, you know, when he uses the back foot and he uses lateral movement, it sometimes runs. Have you noticed that this little, like, little skip he does? Yeah. That just looks terrible. Looks yeah, it really does. And um, so, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I don't know how you scored the third hour. Yeah, I went through X as well. Yeah. Third. No, I had, moving on to the fourth, we had uh, DeGaulle came out. Um, he just didn't look like the same guy from the first two rounds. No, he, he no looked, sort of in survival mode, weren't he? Yeah, yeah massively. Yeah, he, he let Truex take the centre of the ring. He, um, he he was boxing on the back foot. Um, he was quite happy to go to the ropes and that pretty much like the first fight. Yeah, very know, similar. He held a lot, didn't he, that round as well? I thought he kept... Clinch, um, sort of straight getting into the clinch quite a bit more than I thought he would. Yeah. Um, De did land some nice punches there. If I remember a couple of nice uppercuts in the first round, a couple of nice straight rights. But again, I think he's just his range just seemed completely off. Yeah. Throughout the whole fight, not just in the fourth. Um, so we're gonna what what we're we gonna say fourth round. Uh, give it to Truex as well. Yeah, James. Yeah, Truex. 
I gave it to Truex as well. So at this point, we're going into the fifth round and it, the fight is pretty even. Yeah. So again, I don't know what on earth went on with him. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if Jim McGonnell really does anything. Oh, lovely, James. Good work. Beautiful, James. Beautiful. <laughs> well done, James. Even if he gets caught, like it's not helping. He's not giving him any instruction, is he? No. He and, just, his, and his son as well is doing the same. Beautiful, James. Beautiful. You don't want to hear that, do you, from a no. trainer? If he's not doing the right things, you need to tell him. So again... Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's just got yes-men in the corner, doesn't it? It does but, seem like that. Because why, why did he, he... Didn't he have Malinaji as an advisor as well? Yeah, but Malinaji yeah. was there as a commentator. So yeah. what the, what's the point in that? Yeah, what, how weird is it to have Malinaji? Yeah. Like, what, what why is that you do that? It's a strange choice. It's massively strange, man. I don't get it, but... Well, I don't know. They know. Has a bit he lost about trust it. in them since the first fight? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest. I think he should go to a new trainer. Yeah. I think Jim's worked him too hard. I think he, he you know, James, 15-round fire. He's a 15-round fire. Well, yeah, but, you know, maybe not pushing 15, 20 rounds in sparring every single time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've worn him out. The guy's only fought 27 fights. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit ridiculous, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, it felt for me like going into the fifth that Truax, um, he didn't have any respect for James Scott's power. He's not a power puncher, is he? But someone like Truax who's going to move forward, you need to have some kind of equaliser to, to keep him from constantly walking you down every single yeah. round. Yeah, you do. Uh, you need good movement, which I think... Um, I think even when he backed off James DeGale, like you said, I think it was in straight lines again. You know, yeah. straight straight to the ropes or from corner to corner. Um and he he kind of done that for most of the middle part of the fight. Well, that's what lost him the first fight. Yeah, I mean, really, like Truax was was good in the first fight, but if James didn't get keep getting caught in the corners every single time or on the ropes and standing with his hands up, yeah, the fight would have been a lot more competitive than what it was. So for me, um, I personally, um, I gave the fifth round to um, to Truax. Yeah, same. Yeah, here. I did the same. So look, we're going into the it sixth. Was, you know, it was the fifth. It was looking like. I, I was thinking the gal's going to lose this again. I yeah. 100% thought yeah. that, Jay. Right. Yeah, I thought, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was gutted, to be fair, because I do have a little soft spot for James the gal, but in the last two fights, I mean, it's really like, kind of opened my mind. He was really struggling as well yeah. with, the, with that cut. He kept looking at the clock at the time, didn't he? 100% that was a big issue in the fight, and the same with the last fight, wasn't it? Yeah. But anyway, moving on, moving on to the sixth. James came out a little bit more in this round, I thought. Yeah. He landed a nice few hooks to the body, a couple of straight rights. I thought he looked a little bit better. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. He was, um, I think this was the round he was holding on quite a lot, weren't he? Yeah. And then he, pushing him away. Yeah, he with the shoulder. Just, just different tactics, yeah. Yeah. See, see, I saw it a bit differently in the uh, in the sixth. I thought Change. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that um, Truax kind of tried to take initiative of the round quite early. Yeah. Um Gale did land a couple of quite quite nice shots, but I don't think he really done enough. Really, I think that um, if anything, Truax outworked him in that round. Okay, so I'd give that round to, to Truax. I I thought James used better movement. Um, he seemed to come out of his shell a bit more. He didn't seem so as affected by the cut. Um, I mean, uh, it's hard not to give Truax some kind of you know bonus or points for the round because. He's constantly going forward. He's constantly trying to exchange. But I felt like at this point in the fight, he really started to slow down going out of the sixth. I gave the sixth round to James DeGale, based purely on his movement. And I think he landed some cleaner shots. You can't just give a round to somebody, um, in my opinion, not saying you're wrong, just saying you can't give someone a round just for moving forward and getting on the chest of a fighter. You've got to throw some clean shots and do some good work. Um, but James, what about you? Yeah, I agree with what you said, basically. It's Happy days, that was easy. He, he moved a lot better, didn't he? He did, yeah. He seemed to come out a different man, didn't he? You happy with that? Yeah. Perfect. So, the seventh. What are you saying now? At this point, I thought it got a bit... Uh, they were both tired, weren't they? Really tired. Yeah, they point. were. Um, DeGale had a couple of uh, swing and misses. couple? Yeah. Cool. Story Wild, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. embarrassing. Uh, but like you said, in the, I mean, I thought this was the round that DeGale started moving a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was the turning point for me in the fight. Um, and I went to Gale. Yeah, perfect. James? Yeah, I went, for, to be honest with you, for the rest of the fight, I said to Gale. 
Yeah. Apart, I, apart from the tenth, which he got the point taken away. Yeah. I give that a draw. I think me and you pretty much scored at the same, didn't we? Yeah. Apart from our, which was like a round and different. There one. wasn't yeah. really much from then on. There weren't really much to talk about, was there? No, there yeah. wasn't. I mean, in the in fight, round really. ten, um, I gave. The, for the, to gale the, the, the rounds but then obviously with the point taken away for the for the yeah. shoulder um, obviously that's a draw round yeah. for me so going into uh, the seventh we're both we're all scored at to gale and going into the eighth um, I mean this, the the eighth kind of was the main round of the fight where just literally as soon as they the bell rang the ref called them in they both went straight into a clinch there was not a punch thrown they just both went into each other I think this is the round where de gale started really looking at the clock yeah. like I think I can't remember who I spoke to about it and they said it was like he was at work and he really didn't want to be there and he was just waiting yeah. for the time to go down and it was just like well dude you know you need to step your game up you need to start proving to everyone that you actually deserve to be there and you're not just there on the fact that you know you're good at running yeah so uh, one thing for me the gal's jab just was not happening all night unfortunately no. um mm. I just thought, again, I just thought in this round, the gown moved better, um, stayed away from Truax, who was tiring again, um, and the gown landed a lot of the clearer stuff for me personally, so I gave the eighth to the gale. What about you boys? Yeah, yeah, I, I gave the the eighth to the gale as well. I think in that round as well, um, Truax picked up a nasty cut on the right eye. He did, yeah. Um, you know, so I think that is. Uh, kind of cemented then that he'd got a lot to do really to get back in the fight yeah I was the same mate to be honest shit fight it is a shit really. fight it's hard not talk. to agree with each other isn't it yeah yeah. every, every round after that like I said earlier was shit there's not much to talk about I the, mean the gale slight, was slightly better than, yeah. than shit by a bit, <laughs> just by like tiny though you're yeah. right though you're completely right I mean um, it's just hard to talk about James the gale now like go two years or a year yeah. You, I can't believe we're in this position where we're talking about him in this way. Yeah. Honestly, I really can't. I honestly thought that he would kind of step up. He just never has, has he? No. I mean, when we went to the we went to the uh, the first Truex fight, yeah. the Copper Box, didn't we? Us, us three guys. Yeah. Um, and Lee, and um, good old Lee can. Yeah. Shout out to Lee. Yeah. Good boy. Um, and like that just the whole the whole thing. He kind of. It's weird to say because none of us expected it. Obviously, we went there to think that James DeGale was having a warm-up fight for something bigger, um, along with, obviously, Lee Selby. But um, he, he kind of stunk the place out a little bit. The, the atmosphere changed so much. What, the uh, common box? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably going into like the third, fourth round. I think the atmosphere just changed so much. Um, so much negativity yeah, it's just really it's just awkward sh- environment you weren't thrown yeah 100% it was so awkward wasn't it yeah completely agree with that um, right going into the ninth I don't know when this was but I remember at one point that they held each other for 35 seconds of the round they didn't try to throw a punch they didn't try to do anything they just stayed in the clinch for 35 seconds this is like the most negative podcast anyone's ever heard because there really isn't anything to say about it, is there? No, not really. It's difficult. I just dropped my mouth, so if you just heard that, so I do apologise. <laughs> um, so really, I don't even know if we should even just keep skipping forward. I mean, look, the temp round was was probably... That was the one with the points. The point deduction, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the ref was doing all fight, to be honest with you. No, no. He, he started off all right, and then he just seemed to just disappear in the fight, and he started hiding around the corner, didn't he? What do you think? Yeah. yeah, I mean, when he took the points off the gal in obviously round ten, um, he did warn him about the shoulder. But I thought that was the first time that I'd noticed that he'd done it in the fight. But what's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. It's not pushing. He's not even using if forearm. he was doing it, I can't see the problem. Uh, when someone's some, trying to sit on your chest, like obviously Truax was, you know, there's not a lot you can really do apart from push him away or use the shoulder. So, you know, um, there really isn't anything else to do. I mean, you can't you you can't push. You can't use your forearms. I mean, it's, everyone does it. Yeah. I don't understand why he took a point. And even the commentators were saying, mm. what is he doing? I mean, Truax lost this fight based on the fact that he just lost He lost all his energy. just didn't seem up for it the whole night, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I think he tired out quite early, didn't he? Yeah. So, he didn't have the willpower at all. Exactly. Um, look, James the Gal from this point, he, he, he didn't 
do or prove anything for me. He won his RBF back. Um, but if anything, it's just cemented in my vision that James Legault has been quite overhyped for most of his career, to be honest. Yeah. Every time he's fought against someone, he's either lost or he's been, you know, a hard fought for him. Like George Groves has got absolutely got his number if they fought again. I think that's that George Groves wins. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so. there's really any question there, really. No. no. Based but on based on form. I think Eubank Jr. would beat him as well. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I think he moves a bit too much for George. Uh, um, sorry, Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah, I think so because Chris Eubank Jr. has to really sort of plant his feet and stand, and he has to have him trapped. If James gets caught in the corners on the ropes, game over. But looking back at it, but I mean, is this a different James DeGale that we're seeing? You know, post Barrow Jack. What battered and bruised? Yes. He's been to war a lot of times. Yeah. He has gone to war and it could be taken out of him, but I think we are seeing the decline of James DeGale, to be honest. I think he takes yeah. one big fight and he's, he's gone, I think, to be honest. Yeah, this was his platform really to show what he's got and that the first fight was just a, you know, um, a one-off. But, I mean, he didn't really prove anything, did he? He didn't prove, he didn't prove anything, did he? No. He didn't come out. What do you think, Jay? No, he's just, just got his belt back and that's it. Yeah. He's buzzing Do about you think that. there'll be a trilogy? Yeah, I think so. I think Truax will beat him as well, to be honest. Really? Cause, yeah, because I don't think Truax was... He didn't... In the first fight, he was he was under he was under pressure the whole fight, James DeGale, and he was on his chest the whole fight. This fight, Truax tired. He really tired. You could see it in him. Yeah. So maybe he just had an off night, but... Mm. You know, f first fight, you're the challenger. Second fight, is the champion. Could have made the difference, really. Yeah, yeah. The hunger, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it could have been that, to be honest. I think he looks quite... You know, he didn't look too aggrieved to be given his belt away. I think he looked like he half expected it, like most of us did. To be honest with you, the fact that he came out and went, um, well, I've, to be honest, I think I did enough to win the fight. I was like, Jesus, man, what have you been yeah, doing? Yeah, like? a little bit much. He knew, he must have known, because after the fight, you could see it in his face. He yeah. just knew, didn't he? Um, but, yeah... I think I had a 117, 113, I think. You boys weren't too far behind. Um, yeah, I, same. I had a 115 to Gale, 112 Truax. So you had it a lot closer than we did, um, just from that couple of rounds, really, weren't yeah. it, I suppose. But yeah, um, to Gale won it, no doubt about that, but not convincingly, unfortunately. So uh, that was the undercard to the main event, which was um, quite an exciting fight uh, everyone was looking forward to. So we were going to talk about um, Lara versus Hurd. Um, and I'm going to let you boys take the, take control of this. So, Al, just kick us off, mate. Yeah, there's a little bit more easy on the eye, I think, than, yeah, the, a lot than the support fight. Uh, two clash of styles. You've got uh, Jarrett Hurd, who's obviously um, he's massive for the weight, isn't he? Yeah, 6'1", I think he, I think yeah, he was. he's really big for the weight. Um, you know, come forward fighter, combination thrower, uh, you know. Um, whereas you've got Erislandi Lara who um, I thought early rounds really, I thought for me, took the early rounds because uh, he kind of took the initiative, landing a few nice shots. Yeah. Um, but it seemed like he was kind of waiting a little bit too long, I think. To pick his shots. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're fighting someone like Jared Hurd, he's obviously... He was on him, wasn't he, The all size time. of him is so hard to keep off, so you've got to keep constantly throwing out that jab, but I just don't think he really done enough yeah. um, for me. I I actually liked what Lara done his work. Yeah. I um I thought I I thought he won the fight personally. Yeah. But it's what I Yeah, I mean it's, I it's down for. to the interpretation yeah. of what you like, isn't it? It's uh, you know, it's either the come forward combination puncher or you got the, the I think Lara was kind of waiting for them um the moments where he could capitalise. Yeah. 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 I mean if it weren't for the if it weren't for the knockdown in the 12th. Well, yeah, I mean, that shows how close yeah. it was. I mean, the, the, the scores. One judge give it to, was it Lara 13-14? Yeah. And the other one give it to yeah. Heard 13-14. All on the knockout. You yeah. know, if, if that wouldn't have happened, we could have seen a draw maybe. Yeah. Was it that close? Really close, mate. I unfortunately, I didn't actually get to watch the fight. It wasn't a bad fight, to be fair. Yeah, like we were saying, I mean, it's, you're either a counter-puncher fan or you, you you like someone who comes forward and puts a lot of pressure on, you know. Um, 
down to taste, really. I, 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 I would say I prefer both, but I don't. I, I do prefer like I do like a nice counterpunch and somebody yeah. can use good movement. Looks you know? looks like it's cleaner, you know, mm. cleaner work. Like yeah, was heard, heard got hit a lot, didn't he? Yeah. Like I mean, but, he's so big. He's you know he's a, he's a big target, and he's yeah. That is one thing about that herd. I mean, there's probably the reason why I didn't watch it because I thought it was just going to be um, sort of typical Lara fight, which was just you know jab and move, getting a couple of combinations, yeah. which I do like him. But um, I thought Herd. I, th- I honestly thought Lara was going to win, to be honest with you, because um, I just thought Jared Herd's there to be hit all night. But you know, he, he's got a chin, and I think the the pressure from what I did see for the first couple of rounds, the 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 size. And the energy really kind of seemed like it might have taken its toll. But again, I didn't watch it, so you boys know a lot more about it than I do. Yeah, yeah, that was nice to nice to watch, really. Especially more after the game, yeah. Especially after the game fight. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I think that's something we needed, uh, especially you know the the knockdown in the twelfth, like we were saying. Yeah, it brings a little bit more excitement to it. And then afterwards, he went and called out Triple G, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Triple G and yeah. Canelo. I yeah. think it's take either. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see Canelo fighting for a long time. No, I can't no. either. Somebody said to me uh, the other day, if um, if I was uh, Oscar De La Hoya, what am I going to do with him next? And I was I was kind of lost for words of what to say. But go back four or five months, and you, it'd be kind of unthinkable to speak about Canelo in that way. I mean, it's tainted his his whole le- legacy, really, for me. Yeah, massively. What do you think, Earl? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to go back and, uh, you know, does Smith now say, you know, did he lose that fight legitimately? Well, yeah, he's got a question, hasn't he? You know, if he was Royden. I mean, the times, um, the times he Amir Khan. Yeah, a hundred percent, Amir Khan could say that. Do you know what I mean? You could. I think uh, beefy Liam Smith has already come out and actually asked the question, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, maybe. You know, you never know. It is, a, it is a strange one because it again for someone like Canelo who used to go um, fight a lot of catch weights who would um, like drain himself down and then back up again that kind of thing is going to help him out massively do you know what I mean oh definitely yeah but I didn't really know what to say about it to be honest with you. I'm a bit disappointed which is a bit sad isn't it but anyway moving forward um, I'm going to um, just talk to you a little bit about about what to what to do next. So literally um, going through what we've decided to do is we want to get you guys from Facebook um, and Twitter and Instagram. We want to get you a little bit more involved in the show. So what we're talking about doing is kind of doing like um, um, a uppercut boxing fantasy league where we all pick one boxer that we're going to talk about um, individually and talk about his strengths. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put it onto Facebook and get you guys to kind of vote for who you prefer. So say, for instance, um, I'm going to talk about a certain fighter and then I'll put the picture of him on Facebook and you guys get to vote for um, who you think is the best out of all three of us in regards to the fighters we choose. So um, we're going to do that tonight and we're going to start with um, myself, who's picked um, a fighter, um, James, who's picked his own fighter, um, and Al, who's picked his fight. And we're going to start in the heavyweight division, which gives it a little bit more interest for everybody else going forward. So you, are, I know you're excited a bit about it, Jay, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. We've all been putting our work in. Because even though like we, we do, our, our angle of our podcast is that you know when we're not experts, we're not going to pretend to be experts. We're just normal guys who love boxing and want to watch and talk about it. Yeah, and we've uh, we've all done a bit of research last few days, and we've you know we've learnt a lot more about the bo- the boxers we we've picked. We have, yeah. yeah. Uh, to be honest, there was things about the boxers I picked that I didn't even know about before. Yeah, same so, here. Quite good. So, Al, um, talk to us a little bit. This was Al's idea, um, and it's Al's baby, so I let Al talk you through it. Yeah, I think Mark has explained uh, most of what we're going to do. Um, I mean. We've all picked three boxes, haven't we? And we're gonna. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. We've all picked three boxes, and we're gonna reveal one each week for the next few weeks. Um, week by week. Week by week. And we're gonna put it out to you guys and see um, individually who you think, obviously, um, should be the winner out of uh, Team J, Team Frouche, yeah. or Team Al. Yeah, I prefer when you call me Frouche to be honest. With you. I don't like being called Mark. Sound like my mum when you talk to me. <laughs> so yeah. Perfect. So, Al, this is your thing. 
So who goes first? Who wants to go first, actually? Yeah, so we'll throw it in the air. Who who wants to reveal? Um, I don't think we should do it in an order where we we have a first choice, second choice, third choice. Maybe just pick. Yeah, I'll go first. You know, pick... Throw it out there. What boxer are you going to pick first, Jay? Mike Tyson. Nice. Nice. Iron. The Iron Mike. Yeah. He's, what, well... What we're not going to do is she's gone about it all day, so just like... Nah, it's going to be a brief. Very brief. So basically, everyone would, would have heard of Mike Tyson. Definitely one of the most... He- <laughs> definitely <laughs> one of the most famous heavyweights of all time. Yeah. And you've got... A, you got to say, probably one of the most controversial as well. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. He's definitely up yeah. there. <laughs> uh, he's a very sh- he was very short for a heavyweight, standing at five foot ten. Proper. Yeah. Such yeah. a different style he had, didn't he? For oh, yeah, the pe- peekaboo style. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um. Well, his mum died when he was 16. Yeah, cool. Really? And, uh, yeah, his trainer took took him under his wing. Who? Customato. Customato. Yeah. Legend. And basically, a, a year into him turning the pro, he died. Was it a year, was it? Yeah, only a year. Wow, I didn't realise yeah. that. I'm genuinely shocked because I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem, yeah. isn't it? Straight, yeah, Jesus. Straight away, man. Yeah, 1985. Christ. And uh, Tyson had 15 fights in his first professional career. Wow, in first one year. year. Yeah, so that's more that's nearly that's, that's more than, more one, than a month. one a month, yeah. Jeez. That's crazy, isn't it? That's nearly as many fights as you went to last year, James. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so uh and a year a year after he died, he Tyson became the youngest hev- world heavyweight title holder in history at the age of 20 years and 4 months by winning the WC WBC with a second round knockout of Trevor Burbick. Trevor Burbick. Yeah. Weeby Crooks. Yeah, Weeby Crooks. And then in March, he won the WBA. Wow. Was that that close together? Uh, yeah. Jesus. And then um, in August the same year, he defeated Tony Tucker to become the IBF. And literally, after that, 1988, the next time in June, become the lineal champion when he knocked out Michael Spinks in 91 seconds of the first round. He successfully defended his titles nine times. He won 26 of his first 28 fights by KO or TKO. 16 of those were in the first round. That's crazy. Yeah, that's mental. That's where he gets his reputation from, isn't it? Definitely. But things started to get a bit sour. Why? 92. He was convicted of rape. Oh, God. Went to prison for six. Well, he's convicted, sentenced for six years. Yeah, okay. But he's released three years later. And uh, Robin Givens, I think that was, wasn't it? Yeah. Slag. Then um, he quickly regained the WBC back by beating our own Frank Bruno. Oh, Frank, God love him. And the WBA strap. Um, Before the two Evander Holyfield fights, which is where he started taking a like to ears. (laughs) 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 And after that, he he basically, he, he won a couple of fights after that. And yeah, um, no, no one, no, no one good. Lost really. to Lewis, Lennox Lewis. Yeah, yeah. proper. Um, and he lost to Danny Williams. Danny Williams in about 2004, something Crazy like that. Crazy that Danny Williams he, beat him. Yeah. That was be, in London, was it? That wasn't. He fought in London, didn't he? I'm sure he did. I might be yeah, wrong. I think he, I th- he fought in Glasgow as well. Did he for one of his later fights? Yeah, he'd fight anywhere for anything, wouldn't he? To be fair, Robin Reed was on the card as well. Cool, Robin Reed loved his eyebrows waxed. He did. Yeah, he's definitely. Iron Mike was definitely one of these fighters that kind of hung around a little bit too long, wasn't he? Definitely. Yeah. He needed the cash, though, didn't he? He yeah. did, yeah. After yeah. all the, uh, he went filed bankruptcy, all didn't he? Court cases. <laughs> Don King, yeah. rinsed him of money. Thief, yeah, yeah. proper. And um, so your pick is Mike Tyson, James, for all them reasons. Yeah, love it. Should we talk a little bit about what we think, or should we just move straight on to? Yeah, go for it. Us? Yeah, perfect. No, that's, that's I think my opinion is, uh, you boys know my opinion on Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's he's um, an absolute myth, to be honest with you. I think a lot of the people he fought were absolute bums. Every time he stepped up to world level, um, he just lo- he lost in in some kind of way, whether it be knockout, um, yeah. 
he blamed the he blamed the bite on Holyfield down to the fact that Holyfield used his head a lot, um, which Holyfield's famous for. That is something he's famous for. But you can't just um, you can't just bite someone's ear because no. they're using their head a lot. Of I don't think do I to me I don't think that was an intentional intentional headbutt. No, either. no. You know, I just I don't think he could help the way he fought. It, it was just the way he fought, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, it was just a coming together. I thought, you know, um, I'd I'd agree with you, mate. Yeah, I'd completely agree with you. I think that he's completely overrated. I think his um, reputation kind of was a lot bigger than what you know that his resume was. Hundred percent. Do you think it's because he was a bit different to every other heavyweight? And he's a bit of a banger. Yeah, definitely. It's his style. It's the fact that he knocked, like Jay was saying, that he knocked all them people out at the start of his career. Yeah. you know people the American public don't really look at the fact that who he's knocking out they just yeah. look at the fact that he's knocked all these people out and heavyweight is really a casuals division isn't it yeah especially if you you like you either if you're a casual you're defined by the fact that you can't really um, see any other way of fighting other than the fact of the, the knockouts and anything else is boring for you whereas for someone like myself and I'm, I'm guessing the same for you boys yeah. as well is we like to watch a fighter that can move around the ring. I mean, we're, all of our fight, favourite fight at the moment is Lomachenko, and it's not because he's a banger, is he? No. no. I mean, he, the guy's got power, but he hasn't got that much power. Um, for me, Tyson's an, he's a myth. Um, he, he's an absolute casual's dream. Um, so for me, I, I personally don't like him, but um, yeah, you boys. James obviously likes him, and you've got to give him credit, you know. Yeah. You know, he's, he'll go down as one of the best, you know. It's for all fact. This- the, the things around him as well, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, it could have been all that sort of negative. And oh, God, yeah. Being in the hangover. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having a tiger. Yeah. Um, so, Al. Well. Who have you got, mate? I was a bit torn, really. Um, but obviously, in picking the fighters, but torn as well with the three fighters that I've picked of which one to go with first I'm not going to say that this guy is the best I, but this is a guy that I appreciate and is one of my favourites is it um, me? pardon? is it me? no it's not you sorry God's mate for sake he's tall he's dark he's handsome it's me he's cool he's calm collective he's super sexy it's me then <laughs> <laughs> His opponents ain't got a chance at all. He's the best fighter on the planet, including all weights. There's not a man born from his mother that okay. can beat. Oh, who is, who is. Okay. Tyson Luke Fury. Tyson Luke the man. Fury. Yeah. The Gypsy King. He's just announced his return today. Boom. Yep, exactly. I thought it was apparent to go with Tyson Fury because of the news that we've got today on the news that we're all waiting for, I think. I've been gagging for him for years. Weeks. Massive. Yeah. Massive months. Um, we ain't got an opponent yet, so we, you know, we're still buying tickets for it, though. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter who his opponent is, really, does it? He's, you know, the king is back. The king is back to get his the Mac titles back. back. Mac um, is back. I mean, yeah, I picked, I picked Tyson Fury based on he's not got the resume that a lot of the big fighters has. He, you know, he is undefeated. Uh, Twenty-five wins, eighteen by knockout. Um, obviously, with Tyson, you've got what comes out of the ring as well as inside the ring which yeah. brings so much to someone I think it's brilliant and it's you know breath of fresh air for boxing it's definitely what people need um, you know he's had his ups and his downs um, I think it's been well documented um, early on obviously you've got a lot with with heavyweights as we know uh, early on, you're not going to really fight anyone, you know, that can really punch back too much, which is what we found with uh, with Tyson's early on. Um, you get that most weight, so well, don't you? Yeah, to be fair. exactly. Uh, Derek Chisora, I'd say, was his first big big fight, um, which was for the British heavyweight title. Okay. Uh, did we? Do you all? Did we all watch that one? Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. remember that? Um, unanimous decision obviously uh, Tyson Fury won um, then he fought Kevin Johnson who'd never been dropped before never been stopped Kingpin yeah um, unanimous decision again so um, there we go and then I think a big fight um, the biggest for 
Tyson Fury um, in his career came when he fought Steve Cunningham. Yeah, definitely. First, was it his first time in America then as well? Yeah, it was. <coughs> and I mean, I, I know Steve Cunningham was a cruiserweight, really, going up. Yeah, but so was Holyfield. So yeah, Honor yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was his first, that was a, that was a big statement of intent from Tyson Fury. Um, he obviously, like we all know, he got dropped um, quite early in the fight um, to get back up and outbox um, Steve Cunningham and to then knock him out like he did. Um, quite impressive. Um, started gaining a lot of fans around that point. Obviously, then he got the the rematch with Jazora. Um, it was a good fight as well. Yeah, it was another good fight. Good build-up to the, that fight as well. Chisora always brings oh, yeah. it. What, yeah, what Tyson Fury fight isn't good with build-up. Yeah, build that's up. true, that's exactly. true. Uh, then moving on, he had a few fights until he fought Christian Hammer, and I think Christian Hammer was really a warm-up fight for the big one. Yeah. Um, put on a performance, I think. I think, for me, um, the, the style that he adopted for the Christian Hammer fight was what he took into the ring against Vladimir Klitschko. And I think that was um, Tyson Fury reborn for me, really. Um, really impressive. You know, such an awkward, awkward style. Um, took that into, done what he'd done against uh, Christian Hammer. Obviously, his corner retired him. Um, went into the big one against Vladimir Klitschko. And I don't think many people, like I think we've touched on before, gave him much chance against Klitschko. Nobody, not in Germany as Especially, well. Yeah, going to his backyard, you know, um, all them belts on the line, um, hadn't been beaten for all them years. And um, the rest is history, really. Indeed it is, mm -hmm. mate. Um, an absolute masterclass, um, to put it bluntly. I can't yeah. really think of any other way to put Schooled it. Schooled him. He 100% didn't he? I mean, the thing is, do you think being his sparring partner helped him with the build-up, knowing how he fights? Do you think that helped him with the build-up? Yeah, I think that's always going to, you know, it's going to help to a certain extent. I don't think you can really say how much, really, can you? No. I mean, knowing that... Um, uh, James, you said, it, you said it earlier about um, Tyson Fury and his comments about his jab and grab. Yeah, jab and grab style. Yeah, will not work with him. Yeah, so he he knew, didn't he? He knew yeah. that he had to find his range with that yeah. that jab. Yeah, and then unleash that right when he knew it was in range, so he yeah. didn't yeah. put himself at any issues. Yeah, I think he found a weakness in Klitschko's uh, in Klitschko's armory, didn't he? That he obviously, like you said, needs to find his range with that jab, um, and he just moved his head constantly all fight, made it awkward for him, outboxed him. Um, yeah. You know, Peter Fury, I think, gave him a, a game plan and that was just executed to the to the finest detail um, for the whole 12 rounds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. I was in awe at the end of that fight. I was. Yeah. And there's not many moments in boxing. Um, that was special. And, you know, we've all been watching boxing for a few years that I've actually stood there, well, sat there and um, had my mouth wide open, actually yeah. in amazement at what I'd just Probably. seen. Up for me, it's up there as one of the best British performances. performances I'd say in any, any in any sport. I that and Billy Joe. You you were the only person I know that actually backed him. You believed yeah, in him. I, I really believed. Yeah, Jay did everything he says when he you know in the build ups before the fact he was saying I want Klitschko. He don't want the fight. Even in the even in the um, press conferences to the fights before, he's always saying, "And I'll beat that robot, Klitschko." <laughs> yeah. I, I always believed everything he said. I remember. And, uh, yeah. I, I truly believed that he believed in himself as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what you, I love about him. Just, I think that's that's right, mate. I yeah, think. you just see it in the walkout going into the ring. He yeah. was so confident. You know, he'd done a little spin, didn't he? And thing, little things like that, <laughs> yeah. singing. Yeah. And yeah, just so calm. Klitschko knew, I think Klitschko knew he'd, he'd, he was a beaten man when he got in that ring. Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah, I believe, um, I agree with you on that, on that regard, to be honest. Yeah, I mean another reason why I picked Tyson Fury is because I see him as such a an inspiration really for the for the problems that he's had for the last yeah. you know nearly three years now. Um, I mean I've had my own battle, um, you know, so I can take a lot of inspiration and a lot of um, I gain a lot from the things that he says and to the, the fact of how he's come back. You know, we've we've touched on the previous podcast of you know how he's lost all this weight. Yeah, he's done um, brilliantly well. You know, it's crazy, absolutely crazy how someone can just uh, keep reshaping themselves like yeah. he does. Um, and he's now saying that he believes that he's 
um, quicker, faster. Um, he's uh, sharper. Sharper. Everything. He's more powerful. Better than, looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Than ever before. And uh, you, like you say, Jay, you've got to give it to him that you've yeah. got to believe what he says. Yeah. I'll, I'll, Everything I'll he said the, previous has happened. You know? I think we're all on the bandwagon. I mean, that's a, for me, that's a great pick. Yeah. It really is a great yeah, pick. I, I believe, and this is proper controversial, you boys won't agree with me on this, but this is my opinion, is when, when he talks about that I'm, I'm the best since Muhammad Ali, what I think he means is there's never been a heavyweight apart from Ali or since Ali that moves like that. Mm. Uh, what? What are we talking? 18, 19, 20 stone he is? Yeah. yeah. And six he, foot nine. Six foot nine and the way he moves Massive. is unbelievable. I mean, yeah. the guy's he's, not got that much power. It's like he's glitching all the time. Yeah. He just puts you off. Twitches. He's just amazing. He's just, the guy's a natural born fighter. Um, it's and in his blood, isn't it? It is yeah. absolutely in his blood, yeah. Um, and I love Tyson Fury and I think we yeah, all... Yeah, it's a good pick, Al. Yeah, yeah. very good pick. I mean, Josh Swap with Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as well as obviously the battle with depression that he had, he obviously had the, the, the episode with David Hay, um, which could never help a fighter. Like obviously yeah, Tony Bellew's cool. fan just recently. But he cost mm. him a million quid apparently, didn't he? It's such a big upset in... in Can in, we not mention David Hay again? Yeah, please? we try not to, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's so... It lets so many people down. Um, it hmm. stunts someone's career in a yeah. way. Yeah. Um, especially when you arrange to have two fights. I think he was lucky as well to get the second fight. You know, I didn't. I didn't think Fury would give him a second chance. Yeah. Um, and then to pull out of that one as well. But again. Um, yeah. Not only not only the fighters, the fans as well that pay for the hotels yeah. and. Yeah. Exactly. Just let everyone miss out, don't they? Yeah. They do. Um, yeah. So you got that setback as well. So you know he's come back from such adversity. I think. And he's come come over so many obstacles that that yeah. is, uh, I think that is worthy of me mentioning first on the day of his return on the day special of, day yeah the day that the Mac returns. I'd I'd like personally I'd like to see him come back and you know win yeah be yeah, AJ would, yeah yeah I'd, I'd take that I mean it's going to be I'm not really a team AJ team Fury but um, I'll be torn for that fight yeah yeah who do you prefer. Who do I prefer? Who do you prefer? Style, you've got to say, undoubtedly, there's only one man for style. Yeah. Um, but then you've... And the personality. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say probably... I'd say for me, probably Fury edges it. Yeah, AJ's done all right, and he... I'm not a, a massive AJ fan, but for what he's done in his career, I think you, you said it last week, Al. Yeah. For where, where he's got... I mean, obviously, it's helped him with the fact that he's got... Um, Eddie Hearn and Sky Sports backing him so he's got the biggest platform he can go on but he's still done you can look back at his career now if it ended now and be like well yeah I unified the division I mean I'm not yeah. undisputed because I haven't won the WBC but I've unified Yeah. Um, so yeah you know got to give him credit yeah, but yeah, yeah I think great, that's, that's the fight that we all want to see yeah. 100% yeah, yeah. So that's, so, a, that's a great pick with Fury 100% because it's, it's an orthodox pick as well because not many people um, would have picked him and not many other people would have said the same things you do and Again, he really does define a, a casual yeah. on the opposite side of what Tyson does. Yeah, I mean the three the three heavyweights that I picked, um, I think I picked them all for different reasons, really. Yeah. Um, not because I favour them over you know other people, just because they're all so different, and I respect them for different ways. And I think obviously uh, Tyson Fury is uh, you, you know got to be held up there. Hundred percent. You know, even though he's like I said, not got the resume then that you know other people have he's still early in his career yeah he's still I mean he's lost the best part of two years of his career yeah and he's still very early I mean the, if you look at it the Klitschko fight and the Joshua fight um, that was that was his coming out party yeah yeah they paid the money for Charles Martin to come over and win that title we know that that's a fact six million quid he didn't even win the title he won it by default because other guy got a, um, a knee injury um, but Tyson Fury waited patiently for all, fought his way to the top, got the the challenge against Klitschko, and beat him mm. in Germany. Yeah. Whether he knocked him out or not, he beat him and he schooled him. I mean, I can't imagine to think how frustrating it must be um, to for Tyson Fury, obviously, to see these belts being paraded about by obviously Anthony Joshua. Um, they they are his belts. He's never lost in the ring. Hundred percent. They're his. They are his belts. You know, I'm not. I'm not anti Joshua. Like I'm saying, I'm not anti Joshua at all. I, I, I like. You're pro Joshua, Joshua of anything, yeah. dude. Um, but 
They, they, realistically, he never lost in the ring, did he? He never did. So, I mean, whatever happened, um, it's happened. A, it's a suspicious, the whole thing's suspicious if you ask me, because they yeah. were, Huey and Tyson were both banned for the same thing, or they're both at judgment for the same thing. Yeah. Yet, Huey's still able to fight and Tyson can't fight. Exactly, and Huey was fighting for a world title. Exactly. Um, so I don't get it. I don't understand what the problem is. Um, I don't want the problem be... But it just seems a bit strange to me. And they've stolen. I, I personally think that the BBC, um, they don't want Tyson Fury um, as a world champion. They don't want him to represent British boxing because he says some controversial things. In mm. a society we live in now, the fr freedom of speech and PC has gone mental. You can't say what you think. Yeah. If someone has an opinion, you're entitled to have that opinion. But yeah. you're not. I mean... Let's not get that deep, though. Yeah. That's that conspiracy theories. <laughs> Get your tin hat on time. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. So great pick. So I'm really interested to see who you are gonna pick first. Yeah, who you got, Mark? Oh sorry, Frouche. Frouche. There you go, I prefer that. Thanks, boys. Um right. My pick's the lion. The lion. The lion. The lion. That's it. Yeah. Who's the lion? Lennox, the lion oh. Lewis. Yes. So I'm going to go on a bit of a different spin. I mean, to be honest with you, the last one from Al was beautifully put, eloquently put across. Um, I'm really proud of you for that. You've come a long way, Al. Thank you very much. Mine's going to be a different stat, so I'm going to talk a little bit. Um, and I will be honest that heavyweight is not really my my division. Um, and I'm sorry to say I learned a lot more from doing this than I actually knew it originally. Um, which is quite pitiful, to be honest with you. So, Lennox, the Lion, Lewis. So, we all know his career. He 41, um, 41 wins, 32 by knockout, two losses. Um, actually, I'm going to start him off at the Olympics. So, Lennox Lewis, as we all know, he um, participated for Canada in the 1988 Olympics, where he actually beat in the final um, Riddick Bowe. Lennox Lewis is a three-time world champion at heavyweight, obviously. And he won the British, he won the Commonwealth, and he won the European. So he went all the way through. He won everything he could have won throughout his career um, and representing Britain. Weird thing about the Canada, I don't get that, boys. No. You know, I know he lived over yeah. there for a bit, but strange anyway. So Lennox, he won the WBC belt um, because the fact that Bo would not fight him. So basically, Bo, I think there was a bit... Um, where Riddick Bowe actually um, done a press conference where he actually threw the WBC belt in the bin and gave it up. Basically, didn't want to fight Lennox Lewis himself, so he actually just gave the belt up himself. Yeah. Um, actually, Lennox Lewis, he had three defences of that WB, um, sorry, WBC um, by KO, most of them. Um, and bef just after the three defences, he lost by um, knockout to... Sorry, I was just watching the football. I shouldn't say that really, but the football's on. Um, he lost to Oliver McCall in 1994 by knockout. What's the score? Uh, it's 3-2 uh, to, to Arsenal. Sorry. What, in tonight's game? Yeah. Wow. I know. Sorry, boys. Um, I am a boxing fan, but I'm also an Arsenal fan. So, yeah, sorry for any pauses that are happening, but um, I'm a bit uh, bit waylaid, unfortunately. So, yeah. So, we lost to Oliver McCall um, in 1994, um, which was the first time, um, one of two times that he was actually going to lose. Um, then, um, he, a little bit of inactivity, he went straight into, um, he actually became the lineal champion by beating um, Let's Go Champ, Shannon the Cannon Briggs. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Then Lennox, um, he has two fights with um, uh, Evander Holyfield. One was a very controversial draw. A lot of people had Evander Holyfield win in that fight. Look at the punch stats, mate, on that fight. I know. I'm not going to talk about that because this is my fighter, so let's stop talking about it. Um, and then um, he came back and closed out any any issues in regards to um, you know the first sort of kind of disputed fight by winning by unanimous decision. Then, uh, then comes the Rachman knockout, Ooh. which was a bit of a didn't expect that. I remember the build up to the to the fight was. Did you watch the the um, the press conference where um, he starts talking about his sister or something? He calls no. him gay, don't he? And he says about his sister, and then he's like, "We'll bring your sister next time." And they just get into a massive fight in the studio. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, I have. I can remember it now. Yeah, a, a lot of people have put that KO down to the fact that Lewis was working on Ocean's Eleven at the time. 
and that he wasn't prepared and he wasn't getting ready for the fight like he should have. But look, when he came out in the rematch, because obviously he had the rematch clause, he absolutely smashed Ratman yeah. to pieces um, and then left that completely alone. Um, I think the one fight that sort of cements Lennox's legacy, even though he was quite faded at the time and, and JG touched on it a little while ago, um, was the Tyson fight. Because a lot of people talked about the Tyson and Lennox fight. And it, was it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And it did. And when it did happen, um, it was just an unbelievable fight because of the fact that Tyson just got battered from pillar to post. At the end of that fight, he looked like a beaten man. He really did. Um, the stoppage came, I think it was sort of around about the ninth round, something like that. Um, but just before that as well, uh, he was actually awarded the Ring Magazine belt before going into the fight. So it was kind of like, you know, getting a belt before you go into the fight. You know, here you go. You're the boy. Yeah. You're the undisputed. Um, there's been a lot of debate about Lennox in the, in the press recently about not being undisputed um, due to the fact that he didn't win the WBO. Um, but I think at the time, the WBO was, uh, you know, as a yeah. null and void belt. No one really cared about it. No. Kind of like the IBO is now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm going to, even though well, look, he, he beat the people who were the WBO or going to be the WBO champion, um, we don't need to worry about that because, you, you know, if you're not the IBO now, no one's going to say you're not undisputed, are they? No. Um, Lennox's last fight um, was, again, a, a bit of a controversial fight. So uh, Vitaly Klitschko was Lennox's last fight. Going into that, um, Lennox won probably four rounds of the fight that happened. Um, he was down on the cards, maybe because I think it was the ninth, going into the ninth that they stopped the fight through Klitschko, um, having sort of really heavy, um, heavy cut above his right eye. And then that was it. That was Lennox's career. To finish as um, a gold medalist, to finish as British, Commonwealth, European, undisputed, winning every belt, beating everyone in front of him apart from a couple of people that he avenged it to, and to finish on 41 wins, 32 by knockout, and two losses, I think is... Um, um, yeah, he's excellent. It's excellent perfect. Excellent contender. Yeah. And if you consider going into it, his um, amateur record of 75 fights, 58 of them in amateur with those big 16-ounce gloves with those head guards... 58 knockouts out of 70 fights in his amateur career I think to be honest I think he has to go down as if not the best heavyweight of all time up in the top three yeah personally yeah so Lennox the Lion Lewis is my pick yeah great pick mate and flew the flag for British yeah 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 he did and I'll tell you what because we've done it like in a draft system obviously where um, you're gutted Jay got first pick Fruish got second pick and I got third pick. <laughs> you were absolutely gutted. And I knew when I got third pick there's absolutely no chance that I was going to be getting Lennox Lewis who is <laughs> in the top three of my favourite fighters of all time. There's so much to say about these guys but literally um, I could talk all day about it but you guys don't want to listen to us. We've rambled on for 50 minutes already. Like You don't want to be hearing about every single in and out of everything. Um, so... My pick is Lennox Lewis. Al, it's yeah, a lovely pick. Mine's Mike T- uh, Mike Tyson. Sorry, that's yours, mate. <laughs> He's Mike, swapped, mate. He's mine's swapped. Tyson. He took on that swap then. Mine's a Gypsy <laughs> King, Tyson Fury, and James. Mine's Iron Mike Tyson. So, um, Al, talk to us a bit about what we're going to do with this moving forward. Yeah. So, what we've done now is obviously we've given you our boxes. So, Team J, we've got Mike Tyson. Team Frouche we have got Lennox Lewis and Team Al, we've got Tyson Fury. So we're going to put that to you on Facebook um, on a live vote. So look out, uh, obviously, if you've already liked Uppercut Boxing uh, UK page on Facebook, then you'll see the, the post when it comes out. Um, if you haven't already, then give it a like now. Um, and as soon as we put that out, there'll be a live poll. We'll put it up for quite a few hours. Um, and we'll see who you guys think um, is the best out of the three of our picks. Um, and then from there, what we'll do is uh, whoever gets the most will go onto our leaderboard with three points. Um, whoever comes second um, will go onto the leaderboard with a point. And obviously, whoever comes last will will have a nil point. Nil point. I'm excited about this, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's going to be good. Uh, a bit we'll of keep, rivalry we'll, between yeah, us three, isn't it? Yeah, Al, we'll Al is Al gagging to win this. I'll tell you and that. we're also learning really at the same win. time. Yeah, man. I'm I'm surprised how much I learned about the people that I've picked. I yeah. mean, what a lot what Al I think said earlier is that we're going we've picked three. Um, we did it on a sort of draft system where you know one of us picked first, then the other, then the other. 
and then we rotated. Um, so we've all kind of picked different people for different reasons. So next week we're going to do um, another one each <clears throat> and go on from there. I'm excited to tell you my next two. I'm sure you are as well, boys. Yeah. Yeah. But you keeping you awake there, boy? <laughs> Lovely stuff. Yeah. Um, so just to sort of recap what we've gone through tonight. So James DeGale beats Caleb Truax um, by a boring decision um, <laughs> and Heard beat Solara as James and I went over um, and we introduced you to our competition so guys get involved if any of you want to ask any questions look, feel free to message us um, on any of the pages whether that be Twitter Instagram um, or on Facebook we'd be more than willing to answer any questions you've got um, going forward um, look again really appreciate you listening to us here um, Al James Week Sound boys been a pleasure it been has a, been a pleasure i've cool. enjoyed tonight i have actually right. yeah it's been yeah. like kind of fantasy i mean hopefully us. hopefully we get some good feedback from what we've just done yeah um, we get yeah. Li- lots of people voting on online on yeah. facebook um and we'll reveal the uh the the results next week yeah can i actually ask you a question before we go sorry can i ask you a question before we go what's that go on then. what do you, it's debatable but tyson fury coming back yeah yeah what what's he come back for to reclaim what is rightfully his do you think yeah yeah I do I hope so man and I'm really you intrigued you think thinking money are you I, d- I don't know mate I mean honestly I, I mean the fact that he signed with um, BT Frank Warren and Box Nation um, kind of shows to me that you know he, he's got the hunger back because he yeah. could have gone to Sky yeah, took he, the money and run yeah he could have went with Matchroom and uh, it could have been the, the guaranteed AJ fight yeah I think he's gone. I think he's gone with Warren for the right reasons. Definitely, yeah, I agree. You know, for boxing reasons, like yeah. Warren said, he's going to slowly put him in like three or four fights. Yeah, you know, make sure that he's he's you know, like he's saying, he's probably ready now, but um, to make sure that he's really ready. Yeah, you know, to to, oh God. to win it. Yeah, a hundred percent, man. Like he's got to at least have two or three kind of like, at least two sort of build himself back up fights. You yeah. know, he's not going to go in there with with no one, is he? He's going to be in there with someone. Um, someone quite high up as well. Um, I'm so excited to see him back. That heavyweight yeah, division, awesome. yeah, man, it's so exciting. Even if the fighters might not be the best fighters in uh, ever, it's so exciting. There's Just so many men back. I mean, yeah. I mean, looking at all the all what is going on on social media at the moment, obviously everything is AJ and Wilder. Everything yeah. is AJ Wilder, it's AJ Wilder. It's the Brits. It's us Brits against uh, you know yeah. the US. Uh, there's another one in the this mix. This is going to throw a spanner in the works. Yeah, it's a lot of breath, breath of fresh air. The Mac right? is back. This the is Mac gonna... is back. back. Yeah, Return boy. Return of the Mac. It yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, I'm really excited about it. Um, I can't wait for seeing fight as well. So, awesome. Really we're looking forward to that. Yeah, if my missus lets me. <laughs> you haven't asked her yet. You, I mean, you haven't told her yet. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, if you're listening, we're going to the... Uh, Fury fight. Jay won tickets. Jay won won tickets again. (laughs) (laughs) I always win tickets to boxing matches. Don't know how I do it. it. It's the most lucky boxing fan in the world. Yeah. Done all right, mate. My mate works for Travel Lodge as well. (laughs) We're always getting free rooms. (laughs) It's brilliant. Awesome. I think there's going to be a lot more following on from Tyson now now with the fight coming through because, what, it's June. Yeah, June, not June the 9th. Yeah. So we're going to start hearing a lot more from, from Tyson and we're going to have a, an opponent announced really soon. But any ideas, any guesses who you think he's going to fight? Well, there were rumours, weren't there? Yeah. Of a, of a Gary Cornish? Yeah, yeah. That was, someone did say that. I've but, heard um, Shannon the Cannon Briggs yeah, as well. Yeah, I've though. heard that before. Yeah. I mean, we saw the text message on, on social media. Did you see that? No. no, no. There, Shannon that. Briggs uh, put, a, put a screenshot of messages from Tyson Fury asking him to obviously come over and get it on really yeah this was a few weeks ago ago, what in America or here here I think oh wow okay so yeah I mean Gary Cornish would be a good start big guy quite quite you know hard guy I don't think Tyson knocks him out no but I mean we've seen our very own Sam Sexton beat uh, Gary Cornish recently do you know what I mean it's brilliant that Sam Sexton won that British title I'm buzzing about that that is that is really good but that weren't a good fight no, it wasn't great. But he done what Sam, he, got, he done what he had to do, didn't he? I yeah. mean, he took home the British title, mate. What could Sam do though? Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like Gary Cornish didn't really give it much of a fight, did he? Held for like majority yeah. of the fight anyway. But anyway, moving on from from uh, Sam, we talk about Tyson. We're going to hear a lot more about coming through, and I'm sure you guys are going to hear a lot more from us in regards to Tyson Fury. And we're so excited to see him coming back. So we're buzzing about that. Um, right. So yeah, I will actually say goodbye this time. So my apologies. Um, look. 
follow us on Facebook if you're not already. Give us a listen on a podcast, whether that be SoundCloud or whether that be on iTunes. Get down to the website, which is uppercutboxinguk.co.uk. Always get that wrong. And get it on the Instagram, get on the Twitter and give us a follow. So again, from me, really appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and the boys. Yeah. Cheers, boy. See you later, Cheers, guys. guys. See you later, guys.